Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Messiah, and they will deceive many. Good morning, Christian America. These are Jesus' words. Welcome to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Today, as always, every Friday, we're going to continue our discussion, our journey through the book of Matthew, through the New Testament, through Scripture, through Jesus' words. And at this point in Jesus' ministry, at this point in his teaching, as his passion draws nearer, Jesus has a word for his disciples on the end of times, the coming of the Messiah, when he shall return. There's a lot of uh, conversation. There's a lot of speculation in 2020 with everything that's going on with the famine and the pestilence. And we have locusts in Africa and India. We have uh, famine. We have uh, a virus, a pandemic. We have you know, hatred, brother against brother, which Jesus references this stuff in today's passage. So there's a lot of speculation about the end times. I've never in my life heard so much speculation about the end times. Are these the times which Christ foreshadows? Are these the times which Christ discusses in Scripture? Well, there's only really one way to find out, and that's to read it yourself. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to continue our journey through the New Testament in Matthew chapter 24. When Jesus starts to reference the end times and when he is going to come again. So let's get right down to it this morning as we get ready to get into our weekend. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company, coming to you today, this Friday, as we come to you every Friday, to continue our journey through the New Testament, to continue our journey through Scripture, through the good word, through the gospel message, through the word of Christ. That's how we're going to improve our lives. That's how we're going to improve our communities. That's how we're going to improve ourselves mentally, spiritually. you got to focus on the internal. We have to focus on the inside. We have to focus on the good in life. There's plenty of bad. There's plenty of external. There's plenty of problems. There's plenty of challenges and trials and tribulations out there. There's plenty of hatred and division. The only way we're going to fix ourselves collectively is by fixing ourselves individually. And you can't do that. I'm here to attest, and that's my position. I'm going to stick to it, that you can't improve yourself individually until you improve yourself spiritually. Until you get right with what is inside you. You have to get right with the person who put it inside you. The person who lives inside you. The person who should dwell inside you. And that's Christ. He should dwell inside you. And so until we get right with him, then we cannot get right with ourselves. And if we cannot get right with ourselves, then we cannot get right with our family and our friends and our neighbors and our community. If we can't get right with ourselves and our community, then how can we ever come to get our nation back to normal? 
That's why we come to you. That's why this podcast exists. That's why this organization exists. There are many avenues in which we are collectively failing. We are failing inside individually. We are failing collectively. We are failing in our community. We are failing to live up to the values that we claim to hold. It's easy to be a Christian on Sunday mornings. It's hard to be a Christian on Friday nights. It's easy to be a Christian when you're sitting in the church. It's hard to be a Christian when you're out and living in the real world, living life with the aggravations and the stresses. And then you compound that with this political box that we're in, this political tinderbox that's just waiting seemingly to explode and all the problems that are associated with that. But we can never attack those problems until we attack the problems within us. And that's the only way to, to, to get to, the, to, to that solution, to this internal solution, to this individual solution, to this personal solution, is to get right with God. And we can't do that unless we get into Scripture. We can't get right with Him until we hear and see and think about and meditate on what He's given us, what He has said to us, how He has lived as an example for us and what he has prophesied and provided as a roadmap to the future. And today, in Matthew chapter 24, things get a little dark and a little gloomy. But it's something that you should be used to because our country right now is kind of dark and it's kind of gloomy. So let's hear what Jesus has to say about when things get tough and about when he should return. So if you turn to your Bibles, the book of Matthew, chapter 24, we're going to start right at uh, verse 1. And it says, as Jesus left, he was going out of the temple. His disciples came up to him and called his attention to the buildings. And he replied to them, do you see all of these things? Truly, I tell you, not one stone will be left here on another that will not be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples approached him privately and said, tell us, when will these things happen? And what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus replied to them, watch out that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying, I am the Messiah and they will deceive many. You are going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed because these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of labor pains. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted, and they will kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will fall away, betray one another, and hate one another. 
many false prophets will rise up and deceive many because lawlessness will multiply the love of many will grow cold but the one who endures to the end will be saved this good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come so when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place then those in Judea must flee to the mountains a man on the housetop must not come down to get things out of his house and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat woe to the pregnant and the nursing mothers in those days pray that your escape may not be in winter or on the sabbath for at that time there will be great distress the kind that hasn't taken place from the beginning of the world until now and never will again unless those days were cut short no one would have no one would be saved but those days will be cut short because of the elect if anyone tells you then see here is the messiah or over there or over here do not believe it for false messiahs and false prophets will rise and perform great signs and wonders to lead astray if possible even the elect take note i have told you in advance so if they tell you see he's in the wilderness do not go out or see he's in the storerooms do not believe it for as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west so will the coming of the son of man wherever the carcass is there the vultures will gather that's not an easy message to discuss especially on a friday especially going into the 4th of july weekend but it is what it is and we take up the responsibility that we are dealt with and i have a responsibility we have a responsibility to give you the scripture in undiluted form and there it is and there it is for today jesus is saying that these things will come to pass and if you notice quite uh uh poignantly and pointedly in verse 10 he says that many will fall away he says many will fall away and betray one another fall away and and some of the translations also means to be led astray many will be led astray meaning that people inside the church people who claim to believe in Christ people who claim to be christians people who claim to love god with all their heart mind soul and strength people who claim to love one another as themselves those people will fall away now the question is were they ever really focused on christ were they ever really seeking the kingdom first that we won't know but what we do know is what Jesus says is he says that they will fall away that they will be led astray so they're currently saying that they believe in Christ they're currently saying they believe the biblical principles they they're currently waking up getting dressed and going to church 
They're standing and they're clapping their hands. They're singing the songs. But what's in their heart? And that's what Jesus is getting at. Many will fall away to their own sins. They'll fall away to their flesh mindset. They'll fall away to the temptations of the world. But we can't do that. We shouldn't do that. We should be focused on running the good race to the end, as Paul talks about, and staying, standing firm and staying true to our beliefs, staying true to our faith, staying true to Christ himself. He says that false prophets will rise up and deceive. That means people from within us, from within our groups, from within our communities will try to deceive us. But he says in verse 13, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. That's where we come in, ladies and gentlemen, as the Christian American community. We must endure to the end. That means we must not compromise our principles. We must not compromise the word of God. We must not change the teachings of Christ to fit our own agenda. We must change our agenda to fit the teachings of Christ. I'll say that again. We must not change the teachings of Christ to fit our agenda, our lifestyle, what we think. But we must change the way we think. We must change our lifestyle. We must change our agenda to fit the teachings of God. Until we understand that, until, that, until we place the priority in our lives in Jesus' teachings, in the word of God, in the wisdom of scripture, until we understand that and take action on that, we are going to continue to have the problems that we see in this day. We are going to continue to have these hatreds and divisions. We're going to continue to see this strife. We're going to continue to see lawlessness. We're going to continue to see poverty. We're going to continue to see discrimination. We're going to continue to see all these things that in scriptorial terms, are not good. What God provides is good, and the opposite of what God provides is not good. What the Prince of Peace provides is the opposite from the Prince of Lies. It's pretty cut and dry. There are some, there are a few things that get into gray areas, but very rarely, because God's word is true. It's our job to follow it because Christ says when the time comes that these trials and tribulations take place, many will be deceived. You know who's going to be deceived? People who don't understand scripture. People who, have, who don't read scripture. People who don't take the time to pray, to have a conversation with Christ. When you pray, you speak to God, but when you read scripture, he speaks to you. This is the conversation that builds the relationship. And when you have a relationship with someone, you know them more intimately. When you have a relationship with someone, you know more about them. 
and they know more about you. There's a bond that gets created. And over time, the more you conversate, the more you listen, the more you speak, the bond gets stronger. And if our bond with Christ is strong, then we will not be led astray. We will not fall away. We will not be deceived by those deceivers. They will only be able to succeed as if we're ignorant in what God teaches. So this program, this community that you are part of, that we are a part of, that's what we're dedicated to. We're dedicated to uniting each other around the one thing that we can all choose. And that's to be a Christian, to follow Christ. Now, this is an American broadcast. I'm an American citizen. And that's where the Christian American community comes in because we are people who love America. We are Christians who love this country. And it's not exclusive. But to put it in a framework of who we are, we are the Christian American community. And we, we are building slowly but surely, diligently, faithfully building out our organization and organization that hopefully puts our effort where our mouth is, puts our money where our mouth is, puts our time where our mouth is. Many people love to speak of God. Very few people tend to act on it. But it's that action that, the, that through that action is how our faith grows. It's through that action. It's how our love grows. It's through that action. It's how our relationship with Christ grows. So when the times of trial and tribulation come, we won't be led astray. We will stand firm. We will endure. We will preach the gospel message to all nations, as Christ says in this passage, that we are that light of the world. We are that link to bring people out of the darkness to Christ so he can show them the light. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you have a blessed weekend. It's 4th of July. We love this country. This country is the greatest country, the greatest nation in the whole history of the world because it's built on the foundation that Christ gives us. This country was built on equality. There is no equality without God. God created all people that's, and, and made them in his image. He formed us in the womb. That means that not a single person is inherently more valuable than another person. That is what this country was built on. It was built on the idea that God created us. And it took us a long time to live up to those ideals. But nonetheless, we are the first and only country that was founded upon those ideals. And the reason we have those ideals is because of God, because scripture tells us so, that God created man in his own image. Our country was founded on some basic building blocks that have grown us into 
the, the, the greatest nation in the history of the world, the most prosperous nation in the history of the world, the most generous nation in the history of the world. We are the nation that defeated fascism. We are the nation that defeated socialism. We are the nation that defeated communism. We are the nation that quite literally feeds and ministers to the rest of the world. We have been that light of the world that the rest of the world have been looking to for leadership since nearly our inception. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't supposed to be. We came through all of our trials, all of our tribulations through the grace of God, because we've had these building blocks at the, at the cornerstone of our nation. And the cornerstone, as you've heard me talk about before, is the cornerstone that the builders rejected. Our cornerstone in this nation, our cornerstone in our lives, our cornerstone in this world is built on Jesus Christ. This nation was built on Judeo-Christian values with biblical principles, which is why it has achieved what it has achieved. And tomorrow, while you go in the 4th of July, when you're watching fireworks, hopefully wherever you're at, remember that. Remember this message. Remember that this is the greatest nation in the history of the world, not because of something external, but it's because of something internal. And that internal is inside each and every one of us. That internal is Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a blessed 4th of July weekend. We, uh, we, we have one of the best growing, most dedicated communities out there on social media continue to like us share us follow us subscribe to us watch this podcast on the youtube channel subscribe to us on any place that they have uh, uh audio only podcast apple podcast google google podcast spotify and anywhere else uh instagram facebook twitter parlor for all everybody who's not on parlor parlor you know, if you're worried about being censored, if you're worried about being a Christian and being discriminated against, if you're worried about that and and uh, frustrated with the with the social media companies, Parler, we are on Parler. Parler has a uh, a free, an open forum for speech. Uh, so you're open to you're welcome, more than welcome to come follow us on Parler. We'd love it. Uh, if you saw us there. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed weekend. Stay on fire for Christ. Good morning, Christian America.